And now, Scott Simpson and Henry Dorr are back to continue with part four of their tribute to the golden age of British comedy in the BBC's centenary year. See how many names you can identify this time. So you must forever be looking for ways to entertain Poppy and Freddie, are you then, Thomas? Very much so. Next month, we're off to Ian Davidson and Peter Vincenta Parks, and we particularly like Punch and Judy Dench, actually. Unfortunately, the pair of them often end up fighting with each other just as much as the puppets do. <laughs> Dearie me. I keep telling Teresa, you can't Andrew Hallways expect Josephine two sons and daughters to get on famously, can you? No, indeed. And do they both read widely? A poppy especially, yes. She very much likes the pied Jackie Piper of Hamelin and, of course, anything by Lewis Carroll. Ah, Richard, what is she on at the moment? Peter Salis in Wonderland. <laughs> You're very fond of her, aren't you, Thomas? Oh, yes, she's delightful. I adore her, Brian. She's as happy as Larry Grayson at school. Her favourite subject is history of Arthur Askey. Ah, I used to like history of Arthur Haynes as well. She's struggling a little bit with her German, though. Her language isn't terribly idiomatic, so the teacher's trying to get her to Liz Fraser's sentences differently. She's also having difficulty with all the possible permutations of the definite article. She keeps putting das when it should be dame Penelope Keith Harris and Orville. <laughs> We want her to take Italian as well, but she's proving very difficult to convince Powell and Harry Driver. Still, Angelo and Jack Douglas of me, Stephen, how's the new car you were telling me about on the telephone? Oh, it's not bad, actually. Diana's keen on it. In fact, I only got it Michael Crawl for Diana's sake. Mm. Trouble is, the car's the only thing she does like at the moment. Oh, girlfriend trouble? I'm afraid so. It's all over following a blazing row the other night. Oh, no. Yes, I have to say you're cheering me up, Thomas, because this was rapidly becoming the Arthur lowest point of my life. Oh, I was actually beginning to feel as if the end of my world was nigh. Jill Havers. Oh, gosh, I remember all those feelings from when I was a Michael Ben teenager. Of course, when I first met Diana, she drove me absolutely Brian Wild. My goodness, there were some occasions when she was just too hot to irony handle. Mm. I thought she looked so pretty with her Leonard pierced earrings and her hair in a Bob Larby. And I shall never forget our first date when we went for a picnic in the West Midlands. We met on Dudley Moor. Oh, do you know, I Peter cooked the entire meal myself. Alan Bennett, that's very impressive. Well, it was just cakes and scones and things. I'm not a bad Hilda Baker, actually. Where do you start? I weigh out the flour on the Prunella scales. How very commendable. I'm a doubting Gerald and Terry Thomas whether I could make anything like that. Completely ill-equipped I am. You'd be lucky even to find any John Cain sugar at my house let alone any Breadwood Taylor. Well, I was desperate to impress her, particularly with my cheese and Wilfred pickle sandwiches. <laughs> I brought along some Joe Kendall mint cake as well and a few of my favourite juicy Paula Wilcox's pippins. Mm. I did the same with my original girlfriend. Oh, so Diana wasn't your first love? Oh, no, by no means, no. I went out with a different girl when I was a Peter Eager 19-year-old. Mm. I got rid of that one, sadly. She had a very unfashionable haircut at the time and rather stupidly I never saw beyond the fringe. How long was it? About 50 Jonathan millimetres. Did you say 50 Mary millimetres? No, 50 Max millimetres. And you told her that the fringe was the main reason you were leaving her? Yes, I didn't want to Geoffrey Palmer off with some other excuse. Oh, it was so silly I should have stayed with her. I made the wrong decision and I shall Danny LaRue it for the rest of my days. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I bet he cried a river over that girl and it Barry took me a long time to recover. Oh, Stephen, you'll be oh, Gordon Kay. But I'm not Maggie Oliver and Shaw have understood. What has actually made you break up from Diana? I mean, uh, Laurie Wyman. The poor Nicholas Sivius wretch had been seeing some other fellow beyond my back. Eventually, I got Ernie Wise to it. I can't believe that. You're entirely nearly innocent, but she must feel dreadfully Patrick Carr guilty. 
Oh, yes, she's Donald sinned, and I'm sure she'll regret it. Well, what can I say? At least you're a Jane Freeman now. And time is a great healer, Stephen. After a while, I'm sure you'll find that all this will Michael pale into insignificance. <laughs> to be continued.